You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. Hey guys, welcome to the after laugh. I hope this is, I have a sock because I don't have my wind muffler on. I hope this is doing pretty good. Are we getting levels? We're getting levels. I feel like you... Am I too loud? Did I... No, you made me... Too soft? Too soft, Tommy. How are we looking? We're fine. We're good. We're good. Okay, we're good? It's good enough for government Are they they about jumping three quarters-ish? Yeah, three quarters. Yeah, we're good. All right, good. No peaks? Tommy. No, are we peaking? Nope. Tommy, Uh good to have you here, man. It's It's been a while. You know, this podcast may be seeing its last legs. You think so? It could be. It could be because of, uh, you know... Because of travel, moving locations, mm. sad. So I feel like these moments I cherish with you, Tommy. Aww. If you don't want to lose last legs, then go to our Venmo, <laughs> at Bill-Dawes. Um, but people always like our, our interactions. And say so, it's for the afterlife when you Venmo. That's true. Yes, of course. So it's a tax write-off. Because otherwise, you know, we could just be getting random Venmos for any reason, as we often do. Yeah, like an OnlyFans. <laughs> Uh, people like the OnlyFans episode that we talked about. OnlyFans, oh, yeah? yeah, it was good, and also about the orgasm situation that you shared so nobly and honestly last time. Wow, so brave! I forgot I did that about your girlfriend going from maybe faking to to authentically orgasming. Yeah, that's legit. Have you guys talked more about that? Well, it is interesting because now we use a vibrator every time, and she comes every time. So women are self-conscious about using a vibrator. They feel like it's a cheat. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a guy taking steroids and competing in sports. They feel like it's not... They're getting juiced. No pun intended. There's there's a part of me, and I have expressed this to her, that like for the challenge, I would like to make her come without it. Yeah. As an experiment for my own ego, because I am very competitive. Yeah. But ultimately... I just want her to come. You know what I mean? And the, the vibrator is like a clit vibrator, right? Like, on the, like yeah. Uh-huh, exactly. So it's not like a, a giant purple dildo that she's ramming in there. No, no, no. Like no. she's fucking some giant alien. No. The, the clit vibrator, and then I'm just fucking her, right? Yeah. Out of the way. While she's, yeah. And it's the double. It's the double whammy, right? It's like yeah. I got a little helper. Yeah. I, th- I think that's good. I think that there, I would probably say, and I'm not a doctor, believe it or not. I would say that there's probably... Maybe twenty five percent of women women who come during sex mm. have to use a vibrator. Yeah, it's a thing. And most of them are very self conscious about having to use one. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a guy who wants his asshole played with. It's an uncomfortable subject to bring up. Sure, you know, like, hey, lick my asshole just doesn't sound like an enticing appetizer pre sex. No, no. Um, I think the vibrator. If you got a problem with the vibrator, that's purely an ego thing, right? Because they're literally asking less of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, if you're asking someone to eat your ass, like that is kind of an ask. You know what I mean? Like, uh, actually to come, I need you to eat my ass for 30 minutes every time we have sex. Like that's, oh dear, like that might be an issue. But asking, can I use a vibrator? They're literally saying, please do a little less work. All you have to do is be okay with your own ego being like, all right, well, there's, That's a, true. there's a machine, you know, a I'm machine. cyborg in it and there's no shame. 
There's no shame in the game. And it, it's so funny that I've... It, and as a guy, the truth is, I think as a guy, you should always be able to tell when a woman comes. I think that becomes, as you get older, one of your gifts. Like, I can always tell now when a woman's faking it because it's all the time. No, because... um, <laughs> or Or she's just not... And I'll say... Like, if we're going for a bit and I don't feel like that thing, like the eyes in the back, the little the shake, like... Cause sure. It's hard to fake the the, 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 uh, uh, the, the the shiver. I'll tell you what, though. I've gotten the shiver and it's not been a cum. Oh, wow. And and that I think it's like maybe you're getting close, but the tells are... It's tricky. And, and like, sometimes when a lady is coming, you'll get, like, the vagina season, you know? Like, it'll start... Like the throbbing, the, the throbbing, the the squeezing, yeah, the the bzz, you know what I mean, like the fucking, yeah. It's almost it's almost like but a, sometimes that's it's pre. doing the worm. It's like the vagina's doing a worm on you, you yeah. know. There is a thing that happens too. Here's another phenomenon that you mm-hmm. might be familiar with: is that sometimes when women and I've had a lot of women tell me this, when they are getting ready to come, they get so frothy and rhythmic that like they say a hundred percent of men just come. Yes. Because of their, their like, pre- but then they don't come, but they're so close because they're right in that prep. And the prep for a woman can be a while. Yeah. Women are like kids in a car driving to fucking Ohio. Like, are we there? I'm almost there. Almost there. Almost there, kids. Almost there. Like, they're, they, they can be almost there for a long time, which is why they have no sense of math. I am preferring the new method where we both come. <laughs> yes, of course. Of course. Because in addition to... It's much more fun to hang out with a woman when she's just come. Yeah. Like, that's a good time. <laughs> yeah. for, for one, because then you kind of get to be a cocky bastard for a little bit. <laughs> and then they just, they, some, they, maybe they get all shy around you. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, 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 oh you did it. Ooh. And they you start know? telling you like childhood secrets. And yeah. You know, and they get like real that. vulnerable and open with you. Yeah. In a nice way. And also, fucking, when they come, it, the the vagina goes crazy. It really is a wild sensation. Yeah, it really is. It's a whole uh, it's a whole different thing. It is. It's dope. Um, that shit is I dope. I always dude. tell. I always tell. <laughs> um, I always tell women. I say, listen, just just I, I like it. I I, 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 I it's not as instructional, but I say it as like a like a fetish. Like it turns them out and say. Tell me when you're coming. I want to, I want you to tell me when you're coming. That that doesn't mean they're not going to lie about it. Mm. But I feel like most of the time, if you say I like to hear, I like it when you tell me that you're coming. Mm-hmm. The women they can fake an orgasm, but they're really going to fake. I'm coming. I'm having an orgasm. <laughs> it's harder to fake when you have words attached, as opposed to uh. uh now, have you ever faked as a guy? I faked as a guy. For sure. What? Yeah. How? Hmm. What do you mean? Well, I was with the girl. She's she's. This is weird. I was with the girl for a while. Not only was she faking her, or she was faking my orgasms. What that was? Yeah, she would squirt Purell on her chest and be like, "Wow, you came so hard." And I was like, "I <laughs> you did." Came. That's a dumb joke I do. Anyway, um, no, she. You um, can fake with a condom. If you got a condom, you can fake. No, once you once you hit forty, you can fake and just be like, "Oh, you know, not a lot of juice in the, <laughs> not a lot of juice in the blender right now." What can I say, baby? Um, Damn, that's funny. I've or like yeah, you, or you can like pull out and be like. And be like, huh, huh, and then like go into the other room, and uh, you can you can play it off a little bit. Okay, I have fake. I, I have fake. I have look. I haven't done it a lot, but sometimes because here's the thing: 
When a woman doesn't come, it men don't like it, but men are usually the default is like, what's wrong with this fucking dyke that she didn't? <laughs> no, but men usually Bo. go. Okay, sorry. Uh, is this thing on? But men usually go. That's a her thing, because their egos are so fragile. They have to be like, oh, she didn't come. Part of them is like, oh, I guess this woman doesn't come during sex, right? Hilarious, yeah. But when a man doesn't come, I think it really, really affects. Like when you're a woman and yeah. your man doesn't come, that's like I've not come before. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And women really take that personally. Mm. I don't think men take it as personally. Do you think they take that more personal or not getting a boner? Um. Whoa. What? I'm, just, I'm getting a, a weird text. Um. Also, in terms of like faking an orgasm, I think you are right about that. I've never ever heard someone say, "I'm having an orgasm." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. No one's ever saying that. Yeah, so I think it's it's good to say, hey, just just tell me, and then if you make it seem like it's not about validation, it's about like, oh, I love it when I hear it. And that, by the way, it is hot when a woman says it. One time, um, I made a girl come, and she just said, "I'm sorry, God." That is like like hot. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Or I don't know if I. I'm trying to think of the weirdest. I think the weirdest thing a woman ever did or said when she came um there's gotta be weird stuff i have to have a lot of memories about that i heard this is for you grandpapa (laughs) (laughs) um i mean women i think it's hot yeah and it's you could segue so many jokes from this when women cry what during orgasm when they cry because it's also a thing that happens i would say maybe like Sorry, three percent of women. You. <laughs> no, it's like I get canceled for saying that's weird. It's not just because I punched her in the face. That's the obvious joke. Boo. No, the no. But sometimes women ask around. Maybe we'll get some feedback on the. Yeah, pod. people get there emotional. Are women who will cry when they orgasm. I think that is especially something maybe with new partners. Yeah, I think. Well, there's guilt attached, but sometimes the yeah. cry is just a release. Sure. I've cried during orgasm before. Orgasm. Orgasm. Yeah. I'm a Irish now. I'm an Irish Irish. Um, I have before, like, I don't know, a long time ago when it was like, it just felt so beautiful. <laughs> we went to Joshua Tree this weekend and I did a little bit of shrooms and I cried during the movie Hook. Really? Yeah. Wait, this weekend? Yeah. Wait, you did shrooms this weekend? Uh-huh. How was it? It was really fun. Was it a different... Because we've been talking about... You hadn't done it in a while. Because I had like a kind of a horrible... Not horrible, but like way too intense experience last so time. So you were with your girlfriend? I was with my girlfriend. And you'd never done shrooms with her before? We did a tiny bit. Oh, you bit. did a tiny Not bit. enough to... This time we really did shrooms. What did you see? Did you see the shit? Because I can't do shrooms where I'm just emotional. I got to see shit. I did not that much again because I'm still just a little timid. Yeah. So I did maybe a medium amount where I was like definitely on shrooms, but I wasn't like shifting in a fucking smoothie you know what i mean yeah i wasn't uh shifting in a smoothie uh, there was one time i did way too much shrooms i was literally looking around and the whole world was like vibing way uh. too hard for me and like i was in the desert so i was looking at rocks and everything was slithering and it looked like snakeskin and it would made me very uncomfortable oh my gosh and everyone had six eyes and it was it was a bit too much but you so can tell been, yourself this I'm, isn't real and lean into it i could but then eventually there it came a point where I was like, it was too intense. Um, <laughs> I did have a lot of fun in the beginning, though. 
There was a... Uh, this time was chilled, though. I, I mostly just cried during Hook. It was more of a nice, <laughs> fun... What a weird movie to watch. You should watch Midsummer during Shrooming. That's amazing. Mm. So there's a book I want you to read. I don't want bad vibes. I don't like horror movies. I'm telling you, there's something about that movie. I know it is a horror movie, but it's so beautifully shot. I like that so movie. so trippy, and I think that he wrote it on Shrooms. Um, For sure. And everyone's on Shrooms in the movies. That's too. true. Uh, but uh, I'm reading this book now. Well, I'm lying. I'm 21st century reading. I'm doing an, an audio book. You're skimming. It's called, no, audio book called How to Change Your Mind. It's Michael Pollan. Michael Pollan wrote a book called The Omnivore's Dilemma. Okay. Which is a book that was sort of one of the most compelling arguments I've ever read for having a mostly paleo diet. Mm. You know, basically just like vegetables and meat, some meat. He also wrote a book called Forks Over Knives. Um, but he is one of the foremost scholars for like food and people like documentaries about him. He's, he, he's an expert in it. Mm. But in his 60s, he decided to go to, into psychedelics. Okay. It's all about his journey. He does the history of psychedelics. It's really fascinating because basically all of neuropathy and all of neuroscience is based. The genesis of it is all psychedelics. Like they didn't, neuroscience didn't begin until they started experimenting with LSD and finding the effects. And the original effects were to, to mimic psychosis and mimic different levels of depression so that you could understand it better. Hmm. And most every single antidepressant drug, every psychotropic drug is derived either from from a mushroom, pretty much. That's interesting. Because even LSD is derived from a mushroom, which people don't realize. Anyway, so obviously it had got a bad rap in the 50s and 60s because of the hippy-dippy generation, and now it's kind of making a big resurgence. So he did he did the mushrooms, psilocybin, he did LSD, and he did, this is something I'm fascinated about, he did the toad. The toad? Do you know about the toad? No. So the Mount Everest of psychedelics has always been, and from the what toad? I've heard, well, I've DMT. Always, I've always heard, well, DMT, but the strain of DMT that you get from ayahuasca. Okay. Right? There's a DMT that's derived from something, then there's ayahuasca, which is like a, which is a form of DMT that is a whole weekend and people puke. Sure. But apparently, beyond that is the Arizona Sonoran Desert Toad. Beyond that? It's supposed to be, it literally... Beyond DMT. Did you see Ready Player One? Yeah. So, remember at the end, they're playing Adventure? You're way too young for Adventure. But I, when I was a kid, I played Adventure. Okay. You get a little block, and you look for a key, and there was a little secret dark room where you found this little microchip, and then you'd go through the secret panel, and you'd see the people who created the game. And it was like this magic... It was the first Easter egg in a video game. I think I've heard of that. And they talk about it, and Ready Player One, that's like the whole thing that they figure out at the end. Sure. And I remember when I was a kid, I was like, oh my God, it was such an interesting thing. My understanding from people who who lick the toad they you don't really lick they the toad. They lick the toad? You can, but really what that happens is they squeeze the toad. It doesn't kill the toad. Okay. The toad like on this um on like glass. The toad pees? It like like it, it grows up his, throws up or out of his gills or whatever the fuck a toad. I don't know. It some, excretes. It excretes it from his glands. His Got throat it. glands. It's more of a kind of a <laughs> gland sweat. A gland, yeah. You squeeze it. It doesn't hurt the toad, allegedly. And it goes into glass. They dry it. I'm sure the toad then, loves it. And then they smoke it like crack. They use a crack they pipe. Smoke and they smoke it? They go... You take like three or four big inhales. Now They smoke toad cum. Smoke toad vomit, basically, yeah. Vomit. See, now you're you're backpedaling to vomit now that I had what correctly identified it as cum. Land secretion, <laughs> wop, wet-ass wet ass toad. So, let me get this right. They squeeze the toad until it comes, and then they smoke it? 
it doesn't come out of the tick. It comes out of its like not the bottom glands, like the throat glands. It comes out like they they squeeze it. I don't know. I haven't looked at a toad recently, but they have glands around their sure. big stupid face. Yeah, and they squeeze it, and it comes out into glass. It dries overnight, oh, and then they it's like so it's like this crystal type of thing, and then they light it with a crack pipe. They light it and smoke and with a crack pipe. And this is stronger than DMT. How? Apparently, I heard DMT is literally like you completely pass out into a dream state. For like well, here's three the minutes. thing: it is a type of it is a, it is a DMT. Okay, it's DM, DMT five meo or something. There's five a, DMT five. That's crazy. <laughs> you don't know the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> what happened to DMT three? Oh, DMT three is bullshit. Yeah, um, it was a bad sequel. There's there, a prequel to DMT. They brought back the original writers for DMC five. Um, so <laughs> apparently, this is what you get. This is the code that you, the secret that you were given. You actually experience. You the see thing. the credits of existence. It's just God. Yes. It's it's yes. God, and then it moves up. Tommy, it's the Tommy, only you experience you you see the Big Bang. What? I'm not even fucking with you. There have been like five people. Like you, you literally experience the creation of the universe. Oh my God! And you do it again. You see young Sheldon. <laughs> I'm gonna kick you in the balls. I'm trying to do a serious, profound Sorry. conversation with you, yeah. Tommy. <laughs> but you literally like experience and. And Michael Pollan is a scientist. He's a completely rational, Jungian, no bullshit, like, okay. figuring out everything. He thinks everything, he goes into everything circumspect. And he's like, you, exp- you see and experience the Big Bang. Like, you, you lose all your sense of self, so you disappear, but you're still able to witness it, which is weird because you're not there anymore. And then you see the fucking entire creation of the universe. Are you conscious? Whatever it means to be conscious in this, uh, you, you know, you're How sent, long does it take? Like 20 minutes. Hmm. And you come back? And you come back. And basically your body like evaporates. You witness the fucking creation of the universe and then slowly your body <laughs> assembles back together. And then you're normal. So you feel like you've exper- you experienced your death and you experience like going into like the yeah. cosmic that is low-key. I mean, this is... I didn't feel like that when I was on way too much shrooms, but I did feel like... I can almost imagine what that might be like because I did in my experience, I describe it as stop perceiving time. Yeah. Yeah. And to the point where I was like looking around and things were just changing and I didn't feel like I was in control at all, like a physical being or that I was like in one place. I felt like an infinite type of feeling or like, I felt like I was in the past and the future all at the same time. Yeah. And I think the thing with mushrooms, while people freak out, same with LSD, is you can have trips that go for a long time. Sure. And if you're on mushrooms and that's going for a long time, but if you have a sense, and apparently there's DMT, you don't have time to freak out about it because you're gone. Too short, yeah. You're literally, you, you, you don't have a sense of self to freak mm. out. Um, but the experience is so, you know, the word they use is ineffable. Ineffable means, you know, basically indescribable. Like Unfuckwittable? You can't, you can't put into words what what it is, mm. but you know you've experienced something profound and ineffable, and also just true. Like if people go, well, your mind was telling you that. You're like, no, dude, that's I literally saw the Big Bang. You can tell me, you can say whatever scientific <laughs> neural pathway bullshit. Right. I've been led to this by preconceived notions of it. No, I'm telling you what I fucking saw. So, and that's a tr- that's true with most psychedelics. So, my goal. Is to and it's found in Arizona. You're gonna do the toad. Frog. I'm gonna do the toad for a hundred percent for sure. Wow, the toad. I gotta do the toad well, before we'll I die. We'll have to pod when you do the toad. Oh, for sure. I, I, I. 
want to do ayahuasca, but that seems like a whole fucking thing. I, like I ayahuasca, like you got to go to Peru for a weekend. And, what? And you, well, you don't have to, but isn't there like Native you need Americans a shaman? Yeah, you need a shaman. Yeah, and you need a bucket, a puke bucket. No thanks. I don't love the puke bucket part. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently, what it's doing for a lot of people, um, I become such a such a weird like advocate for psychedelics, but mushrooms but also this the toe thing because mm -hmm. i was on a podcast with adam hunter shout out adam hunter his podcast mma roasted um we, we we did an interview did you get pizza yes i did oh. we did an interview with uh an mma fighter who had so much um who had so much uh ptsd i guess is the word and and oh cte right like ct which is um uh, is, do I leave room for a tip on the thing? Okay. Yeah, because I realized I didn't do it there. Okay. Um, gonna leave a little tip. Gonna leave a little tip. Um, she had, you know, all these people, all these NFL people, right, who have this uh, CT, which is what? What does that stand for? Traumatic. Well, TBI, traumatic brain injury, right? Her, uh, yeah. Um, they, they haven't really found a solution. Circumcised tonsil evolution. Exactly. They haven't found a solution to really deal with advanced TBI, like how to cure it, mm -hmm. because it's one of the few things that's not supposed to be regenerative, like your brain. But apparently, people who have TBI or CTE, they can actually reverse it with the toad and with ayahuasca. <laughs> and I'm telling you, but this is what, but Tommy, this is what I'm saying, and you're mocking me. But I'm telling you, dude, we're going to do the toad. Here's the thing. I if that works, awesome, and I'm in full support. But just hearing it, <laughs> people who have CTE and TBI, they can actually reverse it with the toad. The what? toad, yeah. But my C point C is this, Tommy. My T point is this: TBI, okay, LGBT, TMI. Honestly, Tommy. TMI. <laughs> <laughs> but here's what I'm getting at. Back to the adventure video game. Mm -hmm. There, <laughs> Tommy. I swear to God, if you keep laughing, I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have I to, am sorry. I'm gonna have to lick a toad in order to feel better about myself. I'm sorry. I, the fact, how have I never heard of the toad? That's so funny. The toad, by the way, a lot of this shit is new shit. People don't realize that. The toad they, is new? Even even like mushrooms and psychedelics, that shit's like, in terms of Western civilization and exposure to it, has been like way less than 100 years. My understanding was that like the mushroom type thing was more ancient. Like people were way ancient, but like in Western society. Yeah. It's way, and LSD was in the 50s, man. Like, shit's brand new. The toad is apparently, like, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's only been exposed to people for, like, 50 years. <laughs> and here's what's weird about it. So think about this. There's a little fucking toad on the yeah. desert in, Af in, in, Af in uh, Arizona, right? In Arizona? In Arizona, dude. Is it only? Northern Mexico and, and Arizona. Okay, okay. Native to that, yeah. I don't think it lives literally anywhere else. And by the way, there are other plants in South America that have DMT, the other animals maybe. The thing is like there is a benevolent creator of the universe that left clues for us like the adventure microchip to say, hey, oh. I'm giving you clues to figure out the universe. And I think mushrooms are a clue. I think mushrooms are left here by a benevolent god interesting to let us know what the fuck is going on that's a, i actually really like that when you put it like that I, I really and on a bonus note the only good reason to live in arizona <laughs> <laughs> that's true 
So you can actually go down. <laughs> Welcome to Arizona, home of the toad. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how many people, I don't know how many people are quote unquote harvesting the toad. <laughs> Because That's it's definitely a, code for drinking off. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> yo, so this girl is harvesting the toad. Hot. She started harvesting my toad. Um, <laughs> okay, sorry. She, uh, so <laughs> there is a woman who, like, you know, she's like, I guess she's Mexican or like Arizona, a desert woman who harvests these toads. They're is that apparently what they're called these days? a toad harvester. Desert woman. Desert woman. A sand beaner, I think, is the proper term. Oh, come boo. on, Tommy. Stop. Tommy. Stop. You're going to get canceled saying that shit. Nice ventriloquism, by the way. Anyway, so this woman, she lives in the desert, and her thing is she finds these toads. It's also weird. Like, how many fucking animals did you fucking squeeze until you got the right one? Like, are they just getting, like, maybe this shit exists. Maybe we can fucking snort Chihuahua pee I mean, and see the Big Bang. Only thing I'm gleaning from all this is we got to start licking more stuff. Yeah, you got to start licking more animals. Post-corona, I'm going to be licking everything. But Mike Tyson, who was... Here's the thing. Everyone was so critical of, uh, like, some guy in China. Why would you eat a bat? Why would you eat a bat? We're licking toads over we're here, people. Toads. In America, yeah, we're, we're licking, licking toads. For fun. To get high. Not even for sustenance. People ate, ate a bat in China because they were starving to death and they had a family to feed. <laughs> we're like, licking toads <laughs> for Easter like, eggs mm, in the video game I need of to life. I know about more stuff. Mm, Let me lick a toad. I, I don't want to read I want to see the credits. I want to see the Big Bang <laughs> while I'm awake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want to read about the Big Bang. Let me just lick a toad and see it myself. Um, yes. So that is, uh, that's the deal. Um, that's how the new outbreak's going to happen, man. People are... You're getting high off toad ass. Yeah. Uh, well, helicopter. listen, man, but, but what I believe, and same thing, you know, we talked about this in the podcast, the stoned ape theory. The Whoa, hold up, hold up. Mario, familiar with Mario? The character Toad is a mushroom? Yeah. Are you following? Toad, the mushroom, and Mario Kart? Yeah. His name's Toad, and he's a mushroom. Hold on, Tommy, you realize everyone... In Silicon Valley is on drugs. Is on serious psychedelics, man. And I apparently everyone in Japan at Nintendo is on serious drugs. I think when you're born in Japan, you're just on drugs. <laughs> yeah, well. Japanese people are fucking. Why are they looking for Britney Spears over our fucking podcast? Um, Japanese people are definitely fucking and an elevated experience. Like all yes. the art and stuff that they're cranking out is so unique. Yes. Cool. That it, it's pretty amazing. But anyway, the book is called How to Change Your Mind. I don't want to go. I, I just feel it's one of those things you talk about it, and I just go down the rabbit hole, and I can't. So maybe a rabbit. The if book you is it. How to Change Your Mind, and the answer is lick a toad's ass. <laughs> no, you don't lick a toad's ass. You squeeze a toad, and then you s- smoke it like a crack pipe, Tommy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, don't be a heathen. I I love how I'm trying to make it funnier in the reality. (laughs) It's so much worse. It's crazy. But I feel, this is what I feel, Tommy. Yeah. If the United States Congress, if they all licked a toad. Wow. I feel like everything would be better. So woke, by the way. That is a very woke take. That's even woker than I I think AOC needs to lick a toad. Yeah. Yeah. Go to a protest with a sign that says, lick a toad. 
I really think that. No, no, no. Smoke a toad's ass with a crack pipe. Quit bringing a toad's <laughs> ass into it, you dipshit. There's no Sorry. ass involved. Okay, so so that's your solution to U.S. politics. Yeah. I honestly believe we might need something that drastic. Uh oh, where are we at, Tommy? Where are we at with the U.S. politics? Um, I think Biden's doing a generally good job of improving <laughs> things. Do I have criticisms of Biden? Sure. Tons. Like what? That he's not alive? Uh, <laughs> he's not alive. Yeah. I just think he could be making things a lot better, and instead he's making them a tiny bit better. Yeah. That's my main criticism to just, like, wrap it up quickly. Yeah. There are certain... But I also have been getting really sick of the left. Whoa, Tommy. I... And here's here's my thing with the left is I'm kind of realizing I think that while Trump was in office, uh, it was a lot of like attacks on him from the left, and I was like, that's re- most of these are reasonable. Uh, and then there was a lot of attacks on Democrats, like against Biden and what he might do, and I'm like, yeah, these are mostly reasonable. But now Biden's in, and we just got to make the best of it. And I think that the, some of the nitpicking of, like, Biden's first 30 days are completely deranged in their expectations. Wait, you think the media... You mean the media or Twitter? What are you talking about? I'm talking about Twitter. Okay. I'm talking about Twitter and people on YouTube and people... When I say the left, I mean, like, socialists. Yes, who feel like they have to tear everything down. They have Biden to absolutely destroy everything and, like, hyper-criticize every little thing he does beyond the point of like realism yes and also all of the criticisms are bad faith and half of them are based in misinformation Mm -hmm. they're just like going for retweets on twitter and they're kind of like just spreading a lie yeah and it's kind of pissing me off because i'm like the equivocating of biden to trump or republican to democrat is making me fucking driving me up the goddamn wall i think that's the improper use of the word equivocating to be honest with you but i'm gonna look it up we're looking it up the equivocating to make equivocal <laughs> if i'm wrong if i'm wrong if i if you're I'm gonna if leave you're right, the pod you get 20 more dollars <laughs> i'll take that i'll take that <laughs> damn it <laughs> Equi- and you know what? And if I'm wrong, shame on me for saying a word that big. What was I fucking thinking? Yeah, what was this, the SITs? I'm out of my goddamn mind. How many syllables is that? <laughs> Equivocating. Five? Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck me. Tommy, relax if, with the five. Even if I got the definition right, still fuck me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then you're going to say re-equivocating at some point. Equivocate. To equivocate. Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. Use ambiguous language so as to conceal the truth or avoid mm-hmm. committing oneself. Okay, I'm wrong. Yes. I'm wrong. Uh, what did I mean to say? You said to make equal. To make equal. Which is, there's got to be a word Equalize? for Equalize? No. Equating. 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 You meant equating. Yes, I meant equating. Consider one thing to be the same as or equivalent as another thing. I meant to say equivalenting. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, it, here's what bugs me about, th- this is why See? we're friends, Tommy, Yeah. because if I let you get away with equivocating, <laughs> seriously, then you go around and it's like, you know, I hate when people equivocate Trump with nuts or whatever the fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, I would look like an idiot. And then you just go around saying that. Pseudo-intellectual no blowhard. This hot girls. I was, I was listening to an <laughs> okay. interview with Gina Carano, right? Okay. The, the girl who got canceled from the Mandalorian. 
Oh, and she gross. kept she kept saying, um, "Well, you know, I think they're being ingenuous. I think oh, they're being ingenuous. Oh no, ingenuous instead of disingenuous. Instead of disingenuous. Hilarious. I'm like it's and she said it like five times, and I, and I, I'm like I know like the interviewer can't you know say hey bitch, but at the same time someone ought to tell the whole city just, of Boston. No one's going to tell her because she's a fighter and she's kind of hot. So no one's going to be just like hey Gina because obviously she's been saying ingenuous." Forever is she hot? Do you think that has more to do with the fact that she's hot, or more to do with the fact she'll, she'll kill your you. ass? Or you just want to embarrass her? How many people are correcting Conor McGregor's <laughs> diction? That's not fucking English, Conor. Uh, uh, I don't know, but I think obviously she used the word before the podcast, so she's been saying it, and everyone's just like, "Yeah, Gina, uh huh." Uh, or she just hangs out with a bunch of fucking mutts who don't know English. Yeah, she won't say distance. I was driving me fucking crazy. Anyway, the point is, is equivocating Trump with what? Equating. <laughs> Equating Trump Thank with what? <laughs> Equating Trump with Biden. Or Republicans to Democrats. Like, like here's the thing. People, like, uh, recently, the Democrats voted down raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Mm-hmm. Or at least including it in the COVID relief bill. Yes. Because the Senate parliamentarian said it wasn't a good idea. Yeah. And I talked to my parents and they were like, well, the Senate parliamentarian said they couldn't do it. Who gives a fuck? That means nothing. That would yeah. not stop the Republicans for a second. Yeah. If the Senate parliamentarian said it was bad etiquette to put Amy Coney Barrett in the Supreme Court, do you think that would have stopped them? Yeah. They wouldn't have even blinked an eye. The real problem is they don't really want to do it or they're not fully sure. And we have people like Joe Manchin and Kirsten, whatever her name is, Kirsten Cinema. Cinema, yeah. Cinnamon Bun from Arizona, the land of the toad. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, and, and there's, but here's a couple things. So one, people on the left will be like, oh, well, we got a primary Joe Manchin. We got to run a socialist in West Virginia. Completely delusional. A socialist is never going to win in West Virginia. No. Like people in like incredibly blue districts in like New York or California think that, oh, all of my ideas are super popular all over the entire country. And, uh, it's just not true. Yeah. Only someone like Joe Manchin could win a Democratic seat in West Virginia. Yes, for sure. Um, uh, what else? But but they're acting like the Democratic Party is pure evil because five Democrats voted against the $15 minimum wage. Not a single Republican voted for the minimum wage. So why yeah. not like, I don't know, why not just keep focusing your energy there? I agree that we need to like get the Democrats on board and that Joe Biden is a weaker leader for not being able to unify his party on the first fucking bill. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't know why the, it always know, has to be like the entire Democratic Party is this bad faith, evil organization when 95% of them are voting to make things better. Yeah. So that's, that's my... I'll say this right. about the minimum wage thing. Let's and I hope I don't sound like a hard-cased Republican when I say this. But when I was in school, I remember there was a tax. Uh, oh, there was a strike about the subway because they were raising the price of the subway by twenty-five cents. Okay. <clears throat> and all these this, these people, they have they have babies to feed. They have mountains. Twenty-five cents is a lot to them. First of all, it's fucking not. Let's calm down. Even mm-hmm. at fifty cents, it's really not. Fifty cents a day is not a lot for a human being who has a job who's using a subway to get to a job now meanwhile 50 cents a day to spend sure that's not or that whatever much. they raise the subway 50 cents per, per trip something like that right sure it's 
but people were oh. protesting with I thought passion. you were talking about Subway sandwiches. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, for the sandwich? You're such a stoner. No, yeah. <laughs> um, the subway system in New York, they got raise it, got it, got 50 it, got it, cents. It, it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. These people are protesting. These people, they have babies. And this it's like, okay, a dollar a day, fucking relax. It's it's fine. And no, but the, you don't understand because... Shut up. I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. The point is, obviously, that is used to pay MTA workers. Sure. For the infrastructure of the subway system. Sure. For the, and I mean, there's so much shit that goes into making a subway fucking run other than the employees of the subway, right? Mm-hmm. So my point is, and it's a very complicated network of systems that I'm too dumb to even understand or lose. I'm fine with like charging for the subway as long as you have a good subway system. Yeah. You know, whereas if you've been in New and York recently, some ass. Yeah, but they've upgraded a lot since the 90s and shit. So well, my point good. is this, you know, they're not just taking, no one's taking the extra 50 cents and just rolling around in Scrooge McDuck money in a fucking, you know, vault somewhere. Right. So, back to the minimum wage, I don't know all the mechanisms in place that make the minimum wage make sense or not make sense. Mm-hmm. I do know that cost of living in different states is dramatically different. I agree. So, if you say, hey, West Virginia, minimum wage is now $15, you will bankrupt companies. That is the yeah. argument. Now, do, is that true I, or is that just a talking point? I don't know. No, that's generally... It, it's complicated from the limited research I've done. Can't they just say raise the minimum wage? Every state has to raise their minimum wage by $2 above what it is right now or something like that. I mean, that would be better than nothing. My... Well, the first thing is, obviously, they're not just bumping it to $15 overnight, right? Yeah. This would be a gradual increase over the course of, like, five-ish years. Uh, generally would be a good thing. Seven seventy-five is way fucking too low. It should be higher nationwide. Oh, that's the federal 775 right now, right? Yeah. And that's catering to the lowest common denominator, like West Virginia and places like It's catering Montana. to the lowest common denominator of 25 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? I like, that. there's really no excuse. Should it be fifteen dollars? So make it ten. Should it be fifteen dollars in West Virginia? Probably not. Uh, it's probably a little bit too high. Will it be too high in ten years? Fifteen years? I probably don't think not. so. Yeah. My my general thought is that fifteen dollars in like sixty seventy percent of the country. Is pretty good. Mm-hmm. That would be a pretty good living wage. And I also think about how fucking hard it is to raise the minimum wage. And I'm like, $15, if we raise it there, that'll probably stand for a long time. So yeah, I'm thinking true. like down the road, it'll probably be good that it's a little bit too high right now. Yeah. And But I do think they absolutely need to offset that with big tax credits and exemptions for small businesses. Because otherwise, you are absolutely right. There's no way a small business has as easy a time paying $15 an hour as like Amazon. And if the result of raising the minimum wage is corporations win and small businesses lose, then that's very stupid. The thing I feel about the minimum wage is there's got to be smart people who can create an algorithm that works with every business. Like it should be some percentage of a business's GBT. It should be tied to cost of living in every state. Yeah. The federal bill should just be like whatever cost of living is. Certain percentage of GDP. It's a certain percentage of that so that people can live and eat in every single state. That makes so much more sense than just a flat $50 an hour. Because in New York, $50 an hour is fucking garbage too. It is. So they lower the wage for people. And I don't know why that is such a hard concept for them to try and implement. It's way harder to make into a slogan. Of course. You know, the fight for 15, that's a great slogan. Um, Yeah, as opposed to showing a math formula. And and also, like, tying it to cost of living, I guess, is kind of complicated. 
depending on... But you know what? The one positive effect that it might have is it might encourage people to move out of the big fucking cities, you know? Mm-hmm. If you can get $15 an hour in West Virginia and the cost of living is peanuts, that's, that's a huge incentive to move to West Virginia. That's true. Yeah, I don't, th- I don't think it's a terrible idea, and I don't know what... You know, you hear it'll wreck the economy. No, like I, I don't, I don't know enough. It, some people will lose their jobs, and a ton of people will be lifted out of poverty. Um, so definitely, there is a bad side to that. Yeah, right? I don't think it'll make it impossible to have a job. It will definitely affect some businesses harder than others. Maybe some people will have to cut certain employees. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it's complicated, but I think long term it will be a good thing. Yeah. It, but it wasn't in the COVID bill, no. They've, the f- seven Democrats voted against putting it in the COVID bill in favor of having it be a separate vote, which mm. I think is a pretty suspicious way of going about it. Like, if you supported it, why not just support it now? Yeah. Get it done while we have the opportunity. Uh, instead, it's going to be the separate vote, and I think it probably might not get passed there either. Now, what do you and think- I think part of that's on Joe Biden. Got it. Now, here's here's a, a hard hard left turn because obviously this is this is a Republican thing that Republicans do. Sure, is whenever you get into policy, they want to do a, a a statue of liberty play and talk about the cancel culture shit, right? Oh my god, Republicans it's more are fun. so up their own ass. But with cancel hey, culture. but but it's also like what a great distraction that the Democrats are giving them. It's so true. Also. You're right. Because the Republicans have zero to run on policy Nothing. Nothing. And then Democrats do dumb shit. Democrats like cancel being, books. Ugh, they're being so annoying and and nitpicky with the cancel culture stuff. I don't even think first of all, the Democrats are not being nearly as bad or the left culturally are not being nearly as bad with the culture. Uh, cancel culture stuff as the right makes it out to be the yeah. right is screaming victim so hard like like mr potato head into potato head that's fine who gives because you still have a mr potato head and a mrs potato head make it whatever you want potato yeah. head yeah you know what i mean yeah i, I don't also, have a problem with them who's played with a potato head in the last 20 years yeah since toy story you know what mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. i don't know is i agree it, now i put i p- tweeted or whatever i wrote hey girls be empowered, have some time, have some pizza. I said, be empowered. It's important right now to be independent and have have a um, wet-ass wet pussy. Um, it, like, it's great to have a wet-ass pussy. Be empowered, and I'm all for it. But don't you dare have a walk-it in your pocket. Like, have a wet-ass pussy, but don't have a walk-it in your pocket. Now, and obviously, the statement I'm making is that culturally, we're in a place where some a, 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 a garbage song like wet-ass pussy, which is fine, but it's fucking... It's, it won song of the year? Really? Did it? Yeah. That's hilarious. So it's a. It's <laughs> That's like, bizarre. It's not a great song. It's derivative. No, it's, it's kind of stupid. garbage. It's, it's stupid. And I understand it's like, yay, the women, but are they? Whatever. No, it's fine. No, not yay, the women. It's it's just a fucking rap song. It's just a rap song. It's and people, not are, people are putting more on it. feminism in any way. But, but, but it was being elevated as a feminist sort of like That's piece. That's stupid. So. And it was, I, it's just and a rap song. Yeah. And like, you know, there's no kind of cultural backlash because not only is it women, but it's black women, so you can't do any culture backlash. I'm not one of the people like cancel WAP. WAP is hurting no, of course not. Of course not. Females. It's just a rap song. Just it's a rap like song. Like corny, every other, whatever. Corny, it's funny gross rap song. that they said pussy a lot. But that song was elevated as an important piece for feminism. I mean, you can find articles about that. And that, that is cringe. And then Dr. Seuss being canceled. So I'm saying, I just wrote, 
you, you can have wet pussy, it's great, but don't you dare ever walk it in your pocket, sure. right? Which is a silly fucking joke. I had wim- friends of mine mm-hmm. come on my fucking Instagram okay. and rip me apart, calling me in a the misogynist. No, on like message, comments. Like a sexist, misogynistic piece of shit. Like typical fucking man. Like just, they ripped into me because of, because I of mean, it. And, I, and I'm, I never try to go back. I go, listen, I go, it's a joke. I'm not equating the two. I'm just talking about culturally, it's interesting that one thing gets celebrated and one thing is being removed and they're both kind of <laughs> right you well, know uh, the dr seuss thing first of all walking in your pocket didn't get canceled i know it's just wet ass pussy walk in your pocket is good parallel okay so walking in your pocket didn't get canceled similarly um what's his name ted cruz the most cringe politician on <laughs> the fucking planet he is giving out signed copies of Green Eggs and Ham. Oh God! Another book that didn't get canceled. No. And not and Dr. Seuss did not get canceled. He had six the books. The publishing removed. company decided to stop publishing six books that no one reads. But you also can't. You also can't buy them anywhere. You can't buy them. What do you mean you can't buy them? You cannot buy those six books anywhere. You have to well, buy because them. they all got you bought have to up. Buy them, you have to buy them in the black market, dude. The, the seriously black market. You People mean, gonna be. Yo, you mean I'll, Amazon I'll, and I'll eBay? I'll suck your dick for <laughs> cat in a hat, motherfucker. The black market of <laughs> eBay.com. Dude, people gonna be in alleys down the road with it. Yo, man, you want some green eggs in the ham, motherfucker? But sure. that's you name one of the six <laughs> books that stopped being published. Um, not I bought a zoo because that's a shitty Matt Damon I movie. I bought a zoo. Uh, <laughs> if I had a, if I had a zoo, I remember that when I was a kid. If I had uh-huh. a zoo. If I had a zoo. That was okay. a good one. All right. That's one. What happened on Mulberry Street? That's a good one. Those are the two that people actually know. Okay. If I had a zoo and what the fuck? Something if I bought Street. a zoo by Matt Damon and <laughs> and something about... If I had a zoo and what happened on Mulberry Street. Okay. Right. Those are the two big ones. Sure. Tell okay. Me. They're pulling the books from the shelves, removing them from Amazon. As a matter of fact, they're removing them from eBay. So people who had these books that were selling for like $1,000 on eBay because they're like, oh shit, man. I have, if I had a zoo, I'm going to sell for a thousand bucks, which is a great idea. Wait. They removed, so you can't even do They're that anymore. They're removing them from eBay? Is yes, that real? Tom, yes, 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 man. I'm telling you. Are you positive? I'm 100% positive. You cannot find these books except on the black market. I don't know if I believe that. That's insane if that's true. Should we look it up? I think we should. What do you mean? They're banning the sale of this book on eBay? We're talking about, because you said they stopped publishing. No, no, no. You can't even buy it on, you think you can buy it on Amazon? I'm almost positive you can buy it on eBay or Amazon. All right, if I had a if I had a hammer, what was it? If I had a zoo, <laughs> if I had a zoo, clearly a if very I meaningful. Ran, if American. I ran a zoo, ready? I, you didn't even get the name right. Shush your this face. Okay, ready? Results. Childhood. If I ran a zoo, classic Seuss by Dr. Seuss, hardcover. Oh, cool. Let me let me try to buy it. Okay. If I ran a zoo, let's see all buying options. What sold out? Um. Collectible, very good. Three hundred dollars for sale. But I'm telling you, they, they're going to remove this. They, so they haven't removed it. I think this is someone just put it up or something because you couldn't <laughs> do it. I'm telling you, dude, you couldn't even do it. God is ass. <laughs> God is ass. And by the way, that's let's see the Mulberry Street one. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, Tommy, I'm not making that. They stopped. No, clearly the Democrats are out of control. <laughs> <laughs> They've elevated the price and value and of Dr. Seuss. And I think I saw it on Mulberry Street. That's the one, right? I think I saw it on Mulberry Street. Buying options. 
I called the cops so on an Asian on Mulberry Street. There, you could only buy them Dr. from Seuss. third parties as collectibles. Aww. And let's oh, you see. can't buy it from the company that stopped publishing it, and instead you can just buy it as collectibles, so it's still available online. Hold on, maybe it was just eBay they did it. All right, damn it, am I wrong? God damn it! I just realized I crunched this pizza in the mic, and I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's you're fucking gross, Tommy. What can I tell you? Um, but my point is this: fine, it's offensive. Are you? Are we really going to start? literally banning books that are offensive? I agree that that's stupid. I... You can buy Mein Kampf, by the way, no problem. Yeah, that's weird. I I appreciate what, like, Disney did. Disney Plus released all the original... Dumbo and... Cartoons. with, And they just put a disclaimer. They're like, this didn't exactly. age well. Exactly. This was a product of the time. That's what they should do with Dr. Seuss. But out of respect for the art of the time and for historical reference, because that has value to yeah. see how people thought at the time, they just put it up as is. I think that's how generally these things should be handled. I think maybe Dr. Seuss should put... Maybe it's... Is it different because Dr. Seuss is a children's book? I don't know. Maybe they should put a disclaimer in there. I think it's un- it's to the discretion Warning, of the parents. Your, your kid might be racist if he reads this book. Well, that's the thing. This this is the big argument for Republican versus the big the big argument that you can fall into or not or believe or not believe, which is that a lot of Republicans and again I'm not a Republican. A lot of Republicans believe that like, hey, let us make the choices as parents. Let yeah. us make the choices as sentient to teach our individuals. Kids to be racist. Yeah, let us make the choice to raise our kids to hate Chinese people. <laughs> right. So, as Americans, that should as be Americans, our right. That should be our right to raise racist children. Right. Well, and you know what? Eh, it's kind of a good point. It's freedom of speech. You know what I mean? If you tell That's you the Eleventh Amendment, freedom of racism, freedom of hate. Yeah. Sure. By the way, there are a lot of people <laughs> on every in every corner of fucking America that are raising their kids to be racist. I'm not talking about white people. I'm talking about black people, Asian people, Portuguese people. Fucking, there are people like Mexicans, Peruvian. All people. My my oh, best friend in high school Peruvian, was Peruvian, right? and he was dating. A, uh, he started dating a black girl, and his parents were like, "No, not on my fucking watch. You can't date a black person." Right. I dated a black Old person. My parents have an were, issue. That's why everyone's like, "Oh," when Meghan Markle's like, "Oh my God, the queen, the queen is racist." I'm like, "Have you ever met a great grandmother who's not fucking racist? How? Name a great grandmother." Real quick, how old is the queen? Now? I think she's ninety five. Oh 94. my god. Yeah. Good God. Like any, you met a ninety five year old who's not fucking racist. Also, look at the queen. Yeah. She can probably barely even see at this point. Yeah. And also, I feel like there's this thing with when you hit 95, you just hate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hating's... <laughs> just what, hate, period. Is what's for dinner. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't... Yeah. I don't really have a problem with... with uh, I, I just think that's weird that she's like... And then they were worried about... Like, if you look at... The British monarchy has been around for 1,200 years. Mm-hmm. If you look at the list of fucking monarchs, it's white guy, white guy, white guy, white guy, white guy, white guy, white woman, white guy, 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 for fucking sixty fucking people, sixty monarchs. Seems. And then there's good. I think it was actually written in the Magna Carta somewhere. Really? Yeah. No. No. The Magna Carta was divine right of kings. There's another word for divine right of kings. Oh, it's white privilege. But um, hundred percent is is it racist? Absolutely, it's racist. One hundred percent racist. Let's not be like. 
clutch our pearls like can you believe that they were worried about the color of the child well yeah i can believe it because i, 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 I met old people the 95 year old queen is uncomfortable yeah. with her great 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 grandson she's a black not guy. woke black woman excuse me the 100 year old queen of england of the most racist institution ever created the the institution that created fucking racism for the most he part he literally invented and racism and invented old, white supremacy yeah. she is old enough to be directly <sighs> responsible for all of colonialism yeah she coined the term white supremacy probably and she like literally now you're sent out the ships she she personally fought in the Revolutionary War, <laughs> and they're like, she's racist. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that lady? Oh, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Was there ever any doubt? Yeah, that's why the Meghan Markle thing is like, ah, oh, stop it. What else do we want to cover as we wrap this up, Tommy? Yeah, I gotta, gotta, I gotta go fuck my girl. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, baby. Oh, is that... I'm putting yep. out an album on April Fool's Day. Oh, that's right. You're dropping an album. I'm dropping a Let's rap. Tell, tell everyone the fucking a deets. A rap album. The deets of the album you're dropping. What's it called? It's called Run the Fools LP. Run the Fools LP. Are you familiar with Run the Jewels? Ah, okay. This is a duo. It's a rap duo. I love it. And we are Run the Fools because okay. we are like a funny comedy version of Run the Jewels. I love it, man. So everyone check it out. Where can they get it? Uh, it will hopefully be available on uh, you know, Spotify, iTunes, very others, for you, Tommy. others. Tommy, you're very talented. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get you work in the future, I promise. Oh, I actually, I don't know if this is going to play out, but uh-huh. I kind of got a super exciting opportunity and I have no idea if this is going to play out, but... Uh-huh. I might be, because um, I make a lot of like beats and music and stuff yeah. for like my little album, but also on top of that, I've scored various things. Small level. Yeah. Never really making any money. Mm-hmm. I've invested a ton of money in the music stuff over the yeah. years. But uh, this commercial needs oh, nice. a beat track. And because uh, my lady is in advertising, they need a composer and she was like, can you help with this? Tommy, you're about to blow up. I love and, it. And um, if I can make... They sent me like a temp track that they want to use, but it's copyrighted. And I just have to make something like that. I'm like, oh my God, I can do this. Yeah. I can definitely do this. Uh, I can make something better than that. You yeah. Know? And if I get it and the, I sell it to them, I might get like $1,000, which would be crazy. Wow. Well, good for you, Tommy. And that would be that would be so nice. We're gonna look back and you when you think about oh my god, I made a thousand dollars. You're gonna be haha. Now I'm a millionaire. That's so funny. When I thought I was excited about a thousand. Maybe. Oh, it, it's not even funny how excited I would be about that. Like that would sh- that would like it's fucked up to say that would like change my life. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> donate to Tommy Wakefield. <laughs> You hear that? Our sponsor in San Antonio. All right, we got to go. Bye, guys. 